Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. who love family, traditions, and all things Southern. We've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up a chair. Hi, Laura Beth. I've got a pour ready for you. All right. I'm up for that, especially since we're doing our recording at a little different hour of the day than we typically do. Well, I have the H. Clark Distillery from here in Franklin. They're black and tan. Oh, wow. It has like an after yummy, doesn't it? Like it's like a, you don't taste it till the end. Wow. I <laughs> know. That is really good. So you'd had a sip. This was literally my first sip that I just took when we, hit, when we hit record. I had, took a sip. <laughs> wow, that is so good. Yeah. It's, I don't know what the black is. I know. Um, I can't. But I would describe almost, it as black. <laughs> like almost like the... Kind of a coffee is what yeah. I, I mean. I don't know my all the right wording to use, but coffee is what I kind of get at the end. I don't know. I like it. That's though. very good. Well, well, there you go. Thank Enjoy you. that as we chat. Thank you. Well, we got to go on a, an adventure this weekend. We did. We were able to honor a loved one that had passed. And luckily, she lives in a beautiful part of the state of Tennessee, way yes. up Almost in the hills. to Kentucky. But Almost, yeah. Yeah. We were in Sneedville, Tennessee. Honoring our great aunt. Yes. Who was 92. Yes. She lived a long life. Aunt Boots. Yes. That's all we knew her by. Her first name was Cleo. I remember when I went to address wedding invitations and I went to do hers and I was like, I almost wrote Boots just so instinctively. Known her of course, so. the formality. You're not going to do Cleo. that. Cleo. So I had to call dad and ask. <laughs> Wait, what's her name? What's Boots' what's her first name? name? I don't even know. Um, and we actually talked about that, I believe, on our... It was episode two. Was we it really? We talked about Southern names. And we went into nicknames and all the funny Southern yeah. nicknames that you hear. Yeah. Well, I posted it on our socials um, this week, or just, yeah, earlier this week. It was funny to see... Just about nicknames. What people are called. Because I was asking, you know, what what do you have a nickname? Okay. And then people went on to share, like, the family tree nicknames. But, you know, just... Everything from, you know, maybe somebody who had a relative that couldn't quite pronounce their name. Yes. So, like, we've had that. Brittany was Timmy, you know, like, yeah. Just little, little shifts like that. But then some, like our great aunt Phyllis, uh huh. um, Apparently she was Jid. Jid. Yeah. (laughs) I hadn't heard that today or till today. Um, And then, you know, 
I don't know, just doodle. That was oh yeah, that was mentioned. We have a doodle. We have a doodle. Friends of one of our a friend of, a fa- of the family, and then Kaylee has a niece that she calls. Okay, that's doodle. who mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, and I believe Shelley, our neighbor, also has a doodle in her family. That that's we've funny. talked about that before. Yeah, all kinds of funny names. One of our listeners, um, Sean, her dad calls her Goose. Like, Aww. silly goose. Oh, cute. So, that's cute. That's I mean, cute. some of them, like, there is a very quick answer to why you're called that. And some yeah. of them, it's like, we don't know. So, our Aunt Boots was um, she had a, a young favorite child. Pair of boots. And she, Warm at, all the at time. a young age, just loved her boots. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so cute. But we, you know, we were deep into the hills. And yeah. So, Lots a lot. Of windy, windy, windy. And a lot of the Rose. dialect... I really did have oh. a hard time. But doesn't it warm your heart? Oh, it's precious. But I had to, like, focus. Uh-huh. Like, lean in, wide-eyed, like, really intently listen. Now, where do you come from? Right? Raised up on the hill. We heard <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. This lady said, now nah, I was raised up on the hill, and your aunt was down at the foot of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I heard that we've said on here before, Azar, one of the Southern expressions was, how's your mom and them? You heard it. I heard it once, <laughs> if not once, maybe even twice. I thought I was catching the end of somebody saying that. Um, and speaking of moms, that's another. Oh, not a nickname, but like confusing generations sort of, get stuck on calling a person mom. So then it's not their mom if it's a couple generations down, but it's still mom. But it's or still mama, mama. Yeah, like our. Um, it, even weirdly, like I think one of the weirdest examples was when our Aunt Betty would call, great Aunt Betty would call her, her sister, sister Mama. Mama. <laughs> because she didn't have kids in her. So she was a mama. And so uh-huh. that's what it, Mama. I mean, mm-hmm. for years, I thought she was talking about her, her own mother. mom. Of course she would think that. Right? <laughs> Rightly so. Anyway. It's confusing. Yeah. I've had I have a um, family that I work on a few generations, and one will say, "I need to get a gift certificate for mom," but that's actually her grandmother <laughs> that she's talking about <laughs> because her everybody calls her grandmother mom. Um, yeah, that's well. The church ladies outdid themselves. They had food for us in the fellowship hall after the funeral and burial. Pretty and much all homemade. It was there was so good. So we good. were so hungry, <laughs> yeah. and so maybe that was part of it. But day. I really do think it was just so nourishing. Made with love. I think you taste when it's made with love. Those mashed potatoes in the oh, crock pot. I, yeah, that was on point. It was a like slow cooker loaded mashed potato situation. We, that we I looked will it be, up. Yeah, later there was all kinds of naughty things in there, and then that apple stack cake. Oh yeah, that was yummy. You got to talk so, to the lady that makes those. Yeah, she's famous for making this cake. So I just thought I would talk to her about it, and it yeah. was a total hoot. And sometime I'll have to try it. Though, as we've talked about also before, a lot of the explanation I was getting was I would ask questions. Now, how much right. sugar did you put in there? Oh, just taste it. Just taste it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm actually asking. <laughs> I wanted somewhere some to guidance. start. 
Yeah. I said, how thin do you cut your apples? It doesn't matter. You're going to mash them after you cook them. Okay. Oh, my god, That kind of thing. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. She was wonderful. And I did notice on the recipe you were writing down for that apple stack cake, you underlined. Oh, I did because I underlined something that cracked me up because... I, she said, now, what kind of flour do you cook with? And I said, well, if I'm baking, I prefer white lily. That's all I buy. It has to be white lily. There you go, white lily. So, you have uh, threaded through the hills of East Tennessee with your product That's as right. Well. So I, so I just had to underline that because I thought we might have to tell them about that. Yes. So cute. I have another fun piece of information. Oh, good. What? Um, so Rob Ikes and Trey Hensley. Rob does our music at the b- beginning of the podcast. Um, great pickers. Yes. These guys are awesome. Great voices. Yes. They just have a brand new album that just came out called World Full of Blues. I love it. And the title track um, actually features Taj Mahal also, oh. who's a renowned blues singer. Yeah. So he's on that title track. I believe Vince Gill even has some vocals on a, one of the songs. So, cool. so check out their new album. That's you great. Not be disappointed. I'll try and um, post that on our socials this week as well. Okay. Well, we are talking all things fall foods in the south so we are fully moving into the season of fall y'all fall y'all and it's finally starting to feel like yeah though i'm not sure how long it's gonna be yeah so you were actually one of the first people with a book that i know you have that told kind of pointed out to me that it really is best to eat what food is in season. season. Yeah, I have a cookbook that's by Terry Walters called Clean Food. And I'm sure a lot of you listeners know about eating clean. Not tons of sauces, not tons of preservatives, but just kind of keeping it clean when you're eating. And um, the subtitle is A Seasonal Guide to Eating Close to the Source. And I really like this cookbook because it literally is broken down into four seasons. Okay. And so the idea is that you want to eat what's in season because your body um, needs what is in that season. And it actually makes perfect sense to me. It totally does. Right? In the heat of the summer, you need things that have more water in it. So melons and watermelons, things like that. Tomatoes. Yep. In the winter, when you're needing to store, you're going to have root. Roots. It just makes sense to me. So, anyhow, this cookbook is literally divided into the four seasons, and then they break it down in, you know, soups, vegetables. Okay. Um, And I guess based on where in the country you live, that's going to make some variety as as well. well. But this would at least get you started. Particular cookbook is not going to have any meat or that kind of thing. Okay. Because it's, you know, clean eating, so it's from the ground items or from a tree. Yeah. Um, So, if you're... Cool. Not okay with that. Don't get this cookbook. Well, or just know that it's... You know, still, I think you would enjoy the vegetables. I was going to say, it's just a good... Soups and things. One for sides or... And I love soups in the fall and winter. I do, too. I almost made one today just because it was our first cool day. I was like, chili? Anyone? Chili? (laughs) (laughs) I know. We are ready. We're primed and ready. Well, there are some foods that really are... um, native or really, you know, well sort of populated here in the South that we wanted to make sure 
to share with listeners. So we're going to talk about some of those today. And then, of course, if we've got recipes, we'll share those as well. Well, and in addition to eating what's in season, I think it's best, like you're saying, to eat what's close to you, like something that didn't have to travel as far. Yeah. Um, In fact, I like to think about the longer food has been out of the ground or off the tree, the it's losing nutrition as it goes, right? Yeah. So (laughs) if I get it and it came from South America, right? It's not going to be as nutritious, right? As if it came from, yeah, you know, just How badly three, do you two want counties it? away. Yeah. That's going to be better. Yes, <laughs> my backyard might even be better. Yeah, but, yeah, you know. So just as long as it's been out of the ground, each it's losing a little. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously preservatives messes everything up. So so true. Um, yeah. So the closer. To you and the fresher, yeah. the better. Well, and that's the beauty of a farmer's market, right? Exactly. Even right. even if you don't know where to start, you can go over to your farmer's market and see what's in season. That's right. So Yeah. And then in this day and age of Google and all True. of this, you can literally put in like what to do with carrots and that's so ginger. True. I mean, and yeah, there's give you all these recipe yeah. choices. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, where should we start? Um, well, I want to touch briefly on one that I'm not going to spend a lot of time on because we're probably going to do more episodes in the future on it. But pecans are definitely... Oh, that's southern. Southern <laughs> and in season. Um, and so, you know, you'll see those in a lot of recipes. Let's of, do an episode on nuts. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. Okay. Sometime soon. That would be a good one. Cool. Well, then I'll, I'll wait and talk more about pecan. Do you say pecan or pecan? I say pecan. I do too. But okay. I know there are two votes pecans. for pecan. Um, yeah. So pies and a lot of, like I said, a lot of recipes that I will share today have pecans in them. Oh, so. yeah. But we can talk more, more about those. I'll tell it. you what. A toasted pecan on a salad gives it, you know, I've talked about how I love texture in my food. Mm-hmm. That is so good I on know. a salad. And then I make it all unclean and uh, naughty by making them like sugared or candied pecans. Oh, that. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, I like to cover it in a homemade honey mustard. That's, but that's true. Another. Oh my gosh. I have to, <laughs> yes, you've done that before and that's good. Mm, so. so yummy. Okay. But eating clean, you can do that with including nuts as well. True. That's so. very true. So apples, oh yeah, that's a great one to start with, right? That's so fall to me. Like going to pick apples, making anything with apples is yeah. Well, and so apples, fall. apples that do well here in the South are ones that can remain crisp in the summer, and you know, obviously fight off diseases that and make it through to harvesting time because they, you know, they're growing all summer, but they're not really harvested until now. Um, and you can eat, cook them. You can cut them up and put them on a salad. I love, love, love honey crisp. Oh, that's my favorite. To just eat. That's my favorite one. Yes. To just eat. Well, and I like putting those on a salad. If I'm going to put an okay. apple on a salad, again, back to pecans. Gallons are pecans. good on a salad, too. Yeah. Yeah. Those are. But put some, you know, just like blue cheese or, you know, toss them into a spring mix. Well, I got so tickled when I was talking with this lady at the funeral about the apple stack cake. Yeah. I said, now what kind of apples 
do you use? Mm-hmm. Any kind that'll cook up good. Great answer. Okay. <laughs> she said, I use wine sap. I put, I, that's, that's the one I always do wine sap. So I think of that with cider. I do too, yeah. But anyway, huh. I just thought that answer was so cute. Any kind that'll cook up good. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Benny. And she also told me after that to put them in a colander to get the water out. And I was thinking about how we were talking we about, about how that sometimes that pie, get, apple pie, mm-hmm. how it gets juicy when it yeah. starts cooking. All right. Um, yeah, apples. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I love making like an apple crisp. Mm-hmm. My favorite one actually calls for cranberries as well. My favorite apple crisp. Yeah. And so I typically will substitute in. Um, like a dried cranberry, like a craisin yeah, instead yeah. of cranberries, just because that's easier for me to keep on hand. So it has oats and cinnamon and pecans and brown sugar and butter and flour. And it is great because you can eat it for breakfast. Obviously, there's some sugar there. Or on the flip side, you can serve it as a dessert with like some, some ice Bluebell vanilla on top. Exactly. It is so good. Yeah. So, and just the whole activity of apple orchards is a great activity for families so around this fun. time of year. You, you go have some sh- cider. Yeah, you can usually find one. You may have to drive a little ways, but, um, you know, if you're actually looking for something to do that's fall. Yeah, lots of communities have those. We had one in Bowling Green that we would go to sometimes when I was in college. And, mm-hmm. of course, I know there's many Many, many around yeah. in different cities. Yeah. So, yeah. And I love apple butter. Okay. Love, I, I, I don't like make it that. okay. I don't love it, but I like it okay. I tried some at a place called Ruby Sunshine. That's okay. a, a New Orleans chain, but it's here in Franklin. And, and theirs was kind of thick. I was yeah. good, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, it yeah, really, I liked it because it, it reminded was me thick. more of a butter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love apple butter. So I don't make that, but I've bought that at farmers markets before. Well, another um, are you, another done with thing that I think is very fall is carrots. Yeah, I'm not. I don't do a ton of things with carrots. Yeah. Um, I have done a couple of different soups that had carrot in it, um, but I thought this one sounded really good from that Clean Food Cookbook. So I haven't made this one, but it's a carrot ginger soup. Mm, that sounds so healing. It really does, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So this is, it's non-dairy because, okay. again, it's a clean yeah. soup. A lot yeah. of soups will have, you know. A half and half. Or, half yeah, to yeah. make it creamy, which yeah. I love those too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this one looks like it's pretty easy to make, and um, you puree it so it's got a nice texture. Okay. okay. Um, and that's one thing I noticed when Mom and I went to Ireland. There's tons of different soups. Um, made with different root vegetables. So okay. there was one soup we were having, and I was like, this is really good. It reminds me of like a carroty soup, but it's a different one. And I had to ask, what is this? And it was parsnips. Oh, okay. So, you know, there's lots of different root yeah. vegetables that you can puree and yeah. make soups with. But yeah. anyway. That's good. I love carrots as well. And lots of healthy um, thing, healthy nutrition from carrots, That's true. too. Yeah. So I will throw into the mix um, sweet potatoes. Oh, yeah. Now, I usually save most of my sweet potato cooking for Thanksgiving <laughs> to do a nice... And then bring out the pecans sweet and potato the brown casserole. sugar. <laughs> exactly. All of my recipes so today wonderful. include brown sugar and pecans. <laughs> um, Good thing I brought out the clean I know. Cookbook, I'm like, right? thank you for bringing the balance today. They, um, But yeah, I, I love 
potato sweet or sweet potato fries. Like I'll, oh, yeah. I'll make those sometimes yeah. or even more rather than like a fry, I'll do it like as a wedge, a potato wedge. But with well, and those potato. have more nutrition than a white potato. They do. Well. So yeah, that's going to be a little bit healthier version yeah. too. Yeah. I found two recipes though. of Cause when I think of sweet potatoes, I just automatically go casserole. Like I don't really think a lot of variety with it. Mm-hmm. But these two recipes I found, I will share them. Um, I haven't tried them yet, but they sound so good. Sweet potato fritters with sriracha. Is that how you say Uh it? Mayo. Oh. Doesn't that sound yummy? Now that's not good for you. But here's a healthy one. I did bring one healthy (laughs) recipe to the table. Sweet potato breakfast cookies. It's oats, almond flour, cinnamon, baking powder, ground ginger, a baked sweet potato, honey, coconut oil, vanilla, pecans, and chocolate chips. Yum. So they're called healthy, um, or sweet potato breakfast cookies. Okay. So I thought those sounded really that good. Sound good. And definitely something I wouldn't have thought I want of you to make that. To do. <laughs> I want to try it. That's I want not you something to I would have thought to do with a sweet potato. Yeah. So just even just a roasted sweet potato is so good. So like good. you really don't have to do much to it that. You know, when you roast it in the oven, that skin peels right off and it's so easy to eat. Yeah. Yeah. I really like those. Um yeah, and there's I like any foods that you know are can be fresh for a long time. Oh, mm-hmm. and potatoes do that. They do. So, they you do. know, if you if I'm not having to run out to the store, a lot for fresh foods. Yeah. That's another appeal for me for yeah. a sweet potato. Or even if you have to run, get one thing to eat with it, but that's been, you know, where it's just a quick in and out yeah. that is helpful yeah. Yeah. where you don't have to do the full shopping experience. Yeah. Um, all right. What about, do you have any others? Oh gosh, I've got so many things written here, but I don't know how far to go with everything. Um, I'm going to mention, Oh, well back to, well, I get so confused on, what to mention and what not. I forgot on carrots. I wanted to talk about, um, I love when you just roast the pretty different colored ones. Oh yeah. Where some are purple and That's yellow very and true. orange. But with that, it reminds me of another thing I think is so pretty on the plate. And that does matter. It like does. something being pretty in yeah. color and yeah. Swiss chard. Yes. Oh my gosh, that is the prettiest. It's beautiful. Now tell me, what do you what what have you done with Just it? Just sautéed it. Okay. Um, I think is all you really need to do with it. Now there's okay. lots of things you can do okay. with it, but even just sautéing it in a little bit of, you know, oil or okay, um, depending on what you're doing. I mean, you could do just a little water and garlic if you want to be healthier. Yeah. And not have any oil. Um, and that tastes good yeah but you know there let's face it there's flavor in that you know butter or sure yeah bacon fat or yeah. whatever that yeah. you want to yeah put in there that's really yummy yeah but swiss chard to me is just so pretty that's um, good there are there's like a level of intimidation i find with some of these fall okay um, produce items so i'm going to go ahead and mention the one that and is it's the big intimidator just winter squash. Okay. Just that whole category in and of itself. It so an acorn squash. I'm talking acorn, blue hubbard, butternut, um, spaghetti, sweet dumpling, any of those squashes. Okay. 
they're gorgeous. I want mm-hmm. to decorate with them. Yeah, and then you don't know how to cook them. But they're very, you know, so I looked it up. Okay. I've, I've done a, a spaghetti squash before. I've made spaghetti with spaghetti squash. Mm-hmm. And that went... Isn't it so good? It's so good. If you have a good meat, a good hearty sauce... Yeah. ...to go on it, I don't miss the pasta. I don't either. It is it's so very good. strange, and it really does look like spaghetti. I know. But, you know, you, you need a good chef knife... To yes. cut these. Um, it's basically like a... I mean, a lot of them are like pumpkin. Cutting yeah. a pumpkin. It's like really solid. Yeah. And, Which, yeah. you know, most people carve a pumpkin one time. Once a year. You yeah. know, they carve their one pumpkin. Yeah. So, to cook with it yeah. is just a little intimidating to me. But there are roundabout ways to help. You, you do need a good chef knife. But I did read that, you know, you can warm it up in the microwave. Yeah. And I haven't done that before, but like even five minutes in the microwave, that's going to soften it and, um, you know. Well, and like butternut squash, I've cut. cut it in half. Yeah. So that is just one nice big cut. Right. Roasted it. Open face or, yeah, um, or actually face down, down probably. Yeah. And let it get soft. And then if I'm, then it's easier to chunk than trying to chunk it when it's yeah not cooked at it's all. It's like staring down a pineapple you're like hmm and okay speaking of butternut <laughs> squash i have a recipe i love with butternut squash. you do so this is uh from bon appetit 2004 and it is called butternut squash and mushroom lasagna and so it's just so a good. layer so like good. a you know traditional lasagna right but it's butternut squash um and Obviously, mushrooms, the baby Bella mushrooms. Okay. Um, onion, if you eat onion, if not, leave it out. Um, but the the ricotta layer also has fresh thyme and sage in it. Yeah. And um, some mozzarella and vegetable broth. It makes like just a really nice, so good, um, creamy layer. Anyway, and that's another thing. Like I don't miss the meat. In this recipe. And it's very flavorful because of that sage and um, thyme. So, I love that recipe. I don't know if you want to put that one up. I will. But it's very fall to me. and That's Bon Appetit? um, Yeah, it's from November 2004. Okay. I'll I'll link it. 2004, y'all. See, Lainey. But I have very good written by my paper recipe. That's That's a good indicator to repeat that recipe. So that's a yummy one. Good. Um, Yeah, I had winter squash down, too, and I would agree. I do think sometimes they're intimidating. They're gorgeous. And they're really, you know, basically if you just roast it. Yeah. Like I know uh, one time when I was getting um, some, I was trying to eat in season, you know, I got some acorn squash and then looked up what to do with it. Okay. I just roasted it and then put some cinnamon on it. Okay. And it was really good. Just okay. plain just like, like that. Just like that. Okay. But, um, yeah, there's one thing that's good about the day and age we live in is you can look up recipes that's pretty right. easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't know if they're tried and true ones, but yeah. anyhow. Um, well, let's see. What about pomegranate? Do you like pomegranate? Oh, I do. That's in season in the fall. I don't ever make anything with it, though. Well, I found a recipe also in the clean lit in the clean eating cookbook or clean food cookbook 
that I want to try. This is you try that breakfast okay, thing. Okay, I'll do I'm the gonna, breakfast cookie. And I want to make this. Warm greens with citrus dressing and pomegranate. Okay. I think this sounds so good. So you can use bok choy, kale, or collards. Okay. Um, it has the pomegranate in it. It has juice of an orange, um, ginger, apple cider vinegar. I just think this like sounds very fallish. It does. Very flavorful. And very cleansing. Yeah. Maybe that too. A, with you know, in yeah. a good way, but it just feels like thought, very... Oh, that sounds so good. And maybe just eating eating just that with a little, you know, chicken breast or yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. That was grilled or yeah. something. Yeah. You know, it could be a nice healthy dinner. But That's a great idea. With citrus dressing okay. and pomegranate. Okay. Pomegranates are just so pretty too. I They're think. gorgeous. They're so Again. I'd probably buy a couple and put them and in a bowl, bowl and decorate with and them. And then not know what to do with it. <laughs> They'd be too afraid to get my chef knife out and tackle it. You know, when we were mentioning um, butternut squash, though, now I don't know where this came from. It's not as good as getting it at your farmer's market, but Costco has it already chunked. Like, you can buy it already really? cut up. That's nice. And chunks there. I'm, I don't know how local it is, okay. but... It certainly would be easy. Yeah. That's kind of important. True. For working people and that's busy true. people. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think Trader Joe's does that too, do actually. They? Yes, they do. I, okay. I, I can visually see it now. Okay. Yeah. They Gosh, do. I wish we had one of those closer. I know. Trader Joe's come to Franklin. Okay. Um, you kind of touched on kale being in that other recipe you just mentioned. Sure, but yeah. that would definitely be... A lot of these greens in are... In season. And lettuce. Just all sorts of lettuce. I love that butter. Butter lettuce. lettuce. Is that a wintery thing? Mm-hmm. I guess it is. It okay. is. Um, and, you know, I love even just... Not just for salads, but like using that butter lettuce as like a lettuce wrap. Yes. That's a good leaf it for is. that. It is. So... Um, like the P.F. Chang lettuce yeah, wrap kind of thing. If you want to do it instead of a taco shell yep. or... Yeah, if you healthier were doing version, Asian meal you yeah. can do. Yeah, do it like an Asian lettuce wrap. So yeah, lettuce is definitely in oh. season right now. Cauliflower, yep, that's in season. Lots of things you're seeing now with cauliflower. Like I think it's just you can um, you see cauliflower rice. Yep. Um, Pizza with cauliflower crust. We shared on here not too long ago the cauliflower potato salad. Yeah. It's keto friendly. Yeah. I have made, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on here, but I am one. I love hot wings with blue cheese and celery. I just think that's so tasty. Yeah. Well, I made um, cauliflower just roasted with the hot wing sauce on it. Oh, because you're so it's kind of getting that taste as it, if you're eating, and wings. then you can crumble blue cheese nice. and eat celery, and it gives you the fix. Like I, I'm not going to say it's exactly the same as hot wings, but I really, it really does give me that fix. Well, it's a lot less messy, and it's less messy, eat. and it's definitely better for you. Yeah, so that's that's a great a fun one. cauliflower idea. <laughs> I love that. When I think of cauliflower, I always think of cabbage as well. Maybe it's just the seeds, okay. but I don't do a lot with cabbage, but May through December is cabbage. I love cabbage. So, um, you can do that healthy and unhealthy too. Do you know what I mean? Like it can be a true. really healthy, you know, you can just boil it and, yeah. um, you know, put that in soups and yeah. different things, but then it's, it's also really good cooked in some bacon fat and, um, 
put a little, like, I've put those dried cranberries, or you could even put mm-hmm. some fresh stuff in there, too. Yum. But it will stink up your house. It does stink up the house. So, if That's you have company coming, <laughs> think twice about a cabbage-based Or making side. it right, yeah, right away. Yeah. I want to have it kind of cooked a couple of days before and yeah. then saute it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a risky one for a dinner party. <laughs> um, another fall thing is figs. Oh, yes. I, like figs. I, I do love too. fresh figs. I like dried figs. I like fig jam. Fig jam on some brie. Yum. Yum. <laughs> yes. That's very fun. That's a good one. Well, pumpkins, too. I was going to say, we should mention pumpkins. You've made, was it a pumpkin ravioli that you made one time? I have made that. That was so good. And I could probably find that recipe. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't made that in a long time. I mean, most people probably think of like a pumpkin pie or a lot of pumpkin desserts. There's a lot of great pumpkin mixes if you're just really wanting the flavor. Back to my woes with cutting large objects. That come from <laughs> the produce <laughs> section. Um, but, yeah, I mean, scones and, you know, all kinds of baked yes, muffins and that's right. cookies and items can have that pumpkin flavor for sure. Yeah, if you have your pumpkin ravioli look and see recipe, if I can find that because that I'll was good. link to that later, too. That was a good one. Um, well, um, gosh, Beets are something that's really popular. Now, I'm not going to say that's my favorite. I've had a few beet salads that I liked, you know, that had beet in it. Yeah. But just to eat beets is not really something I do a lot. But our mom loves beets. Mom loves loves all of these items we've said. She just cooks cabbage and calls it a day. (laughs) You know, she could just munch on foods that I have to have more seasoning and yeah. stuff with it. Yeah. Well, she grew up eating a lot of things that are different than well, us. True. Pumpkin ravioli. Here it is. Okay. Cool. Hold that page and all. Of course, it's not something I can link to. It's a Kroger printed oh out gosh, recipe. Y'all. I'm not even kidding. The struggle on y'all, getting recipes from Lainey yeah. is so difficult sometimes. Mm. She's like, um, it's from... The 1998 edition. Uh, I'm just like, oh my of gosh. Moose. Yeah. yeah. Moosewood. I clipped yeah. it out of. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. Okay. So anyway, the pumpkin ravioli may or may not make it based on. Uh, we, but we could probably look it There's up. Look probably one up that's similar. That's true. That's that what we'll do. Work. We've done that before too. <laughs> uh, grapefruit is in season for oh, winter and yeah. spring. And that's a I good. I didn't write that one down. Detox as well and good to add into your diet. And it's even really yummy. And like you can make salad out of that. Yeah. I have a salad that is actually called winter salad, I think. Oh, cool. And it's grapefruit based. Okay. It has mint in it. Oh, um, I've had that. that? Yeah. Yeah. I really like that salad in the winter, but I didn't write grapefruit down. So I didn't pull that recipe, That's but okay. that one I definitely can find. Cool. What else um, you got on your list? Uh, well, I didn't formally say cranberries, but that is that in is, season yeah. and yeah. fresh or dry. Yeah. Um, Those are fun to put into cocktails, too. They are. You know, they, they make it look so... Um, Festive. Yeah. And it, As yeah, in the holidays, it's fun to make those even like sugared ones. Yes. You know, and they're tasty and they're pretty. Um, well, also, you know, I haven't done a lot with parsnips or rutabaga, but I'm just thinking of like root yeah. things. Um, yeah. 
there's just a lot you can do with it. And there's a lot of good nutrition in those root yeah. vegetables yeah. that are important to have in the cooler weather. I know. I'm looking through a list of um, South Carolina specific. Do you see anything on there <coughs> that would be? Oh, leeks. Okay. Um, peas. Now, I think some peas. Oh, muscadine grapes. That's so funny. In oh, East my Tennessee, gosh. we have muscadine grapes. Our grandpa <laughs> used to, our great grandpa used to grow muscadine grapes. Butter beans. Butter beans are good. Yes. With cornbread. And, yeah. Mm, okay. Um, broccoli. Okra. That's a South Carolina thing for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, it grows other places, but I think of that as. Yeah. Now, that's unusual. They have watermelon. I know. On as I guess because they're coastal, maybe that's, I don't know. That's I, unusual. I don't think I of that as fall I thought that was only in the summer. Squash. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, they have zucchini on here in South Carolina, too, but I don't think of that as, that's summer to me, too. Yeah. Well, interesting. Well, that's all I really had based on the ones you said, too. Yeah. Um, as fall friendly. That's good. Well, hopefully that gets you guys some Some new things to try. Ooh, kale with pine nuts and currants. I love pine nuts. I can't wait for our nuts episode. That's going to be a fun one. I hope we bring samples. Let's do that soon. (laughs) We'll we'll come with um, things to taste. Yes. Good, good. Well, that's going to do it for our fall foods episode. Hope you guys um, got some ideas or triggered your creativity to try something new or if nothing else just go to your farmer's market and see what's there go you know look up something fresh and try something new yes that's good and look for on instagram soon i will post i'm gonna make my sweet potato breakfast cookies yum all right y'all have a good week and we will see you here next time take care y'all